This is the official Canberra Region Rugby League Podcast. He's going to go 100 metres and put him down on the post. What a day he's having now. Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of the Rub of the Green, the show that gives you everything that's going on in the Canberra Region Rugby League. I'm James Sully Sullivan. With me, Finn Williamson. Hello, Finn. How are you, my boy? Good, mate. How are you going? Oh, man who never drinks is always well. <laughs> Don't know about that. Where have you been, mate? You've been over in Perth. Oh, Had yeah. a, a big week catching up with some, some old friends over there and called the curtain raiser for the origin. How was that, mate? It was good. Oh, mate, it was, it was wonderful. And rugby league was well and, and truly alive in the West. And I think, you know, and I think everybody saw the spectacle on Sunday night. It's a... It's a Great football ground. It's a, oh, it's a great sporting ground. There yeah. you go, Optus Stadium. It's it's wonderful. It's close to the city. You can park up at Gloucester Park and you can go, you know, and it was really good. But I, I tell you what, what a show. Well done to the people of Canberra. Friday night, the Women's State of Origin. 11,500, I think, 11,397 or something. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Biggest crowd. That's right, For yeah. a Women's State of Origin. So superbly done and... They braved the cold. Oh, they did. Yeah, I was down um, on the sideline. Obviously, they had the curtain raiser, the, the KFS. Uh, I was there for that. And, yeah, that was awesome. Awesome um, opportunity for those girls to play in front of the on the big stage, in front of the big crowd. But then, obviously, the women's state of origin is, is something else. It was it was such great atmosphere. I think, yeah, you said they braved the cold. But uh, I think, yeah, rugby league was the winner that night. It was such a good game. And I think uh, Ali Brigginshaw, um, the, the losing captain of Queensland, hit the nail right on the head and she said, she sort of shouted out to Canberra and said, you know, best of luck with your NRLW next year and what a great, it was the, it was the best uh, crowd they've played in front of over the, the last few years they've done the Origin. So, yeah, it, you know, gets the gets the sort of goosebumps going for, for Canberra fans next year with the, the NRLW side on the way. It was it was a good atmosphere. Jeez, it was a cracking game. Yeah. yeah what no. a top class game. How was the curtain raiser? It's good. Yeah, 22-16. Woden, oh, tight one. Woden got the win. Um. The Blues scored a, a late try. They were they were sort of unlucky. They was they were starting to get a roll on. There was a couple of mistakes creeping in, and then uh, it was a obviously they didn't stop the clock um, because it was the curtain raiser. Obviously, they had to have enough time for the the, the girls uh, for the Blues and Maroons to come out and warm up. So I think there was a late injury which milked a little bit of the clock. Right, <laughs> right. So the Blues um, sort of lost a little bit of their momentum. They scored a late try, but they just ran out of time to. To get a set and come back and tie it up, but yeah, props to Woden. They played well, but it was yeah, it was it was great. It was a great display. So yeah. massive weekend for New South Wales, and well done to all those Canberra uh, players that represented New South Wales over the four days, and obviously four nil. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah, four nil. How good? How good? No, yeah. Congrats to yeah the the under nineteens. The we had Alana Dummett from from Yass and the three Raiders boys that played in the the nineteens for the Blues as well, and. Yeah, obviously. And the Maroons. There was a yeah, Canberra yeah, boy in the Maroons, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah, Tane, young Taney yeah. went well as well. So, yeah, great great weekend for, for the rep round. But back to the Canberra Raiders Cup, obviously that continued over the weekend and we had a couple of, of upsets, I would say. Sully? Yeah, yeah, well, we'll have a look at them in a minute. But let, let's have a look at the George Took Shield. I tell you what, I, got a, I was at a function Saturday afternoon at South Perth and a young fella, he's from Young, he, he came up and says, Sully, cracking game. Harden played um, Bungendor, and he, he t- told me the result, and it was top, like he said, oh, it's a top-of-the-table clash, and yeah, Bungendor Tigers got over the top of the yeah. Harden Hawks. 32-29. When I saw the score come through, obviously I didn't get out to watch that one, but uh, when I saw the score come through, I thought it may have been a typo. I was like, 29? 
they obviously kicked the field goal hard and then Bungendor came back to score a late try and, and pipped them and, yeah, they stay on top of the ladder, Bungendor. So mm. it's a big win for them and, yeah, obviously coming into the back end of their season now, they've only got a few rounds left. Uh, it's, a, it's a massive game. Obviously, continuing through the Took Shield, Burua beat Bynalong. Uh, UC got a big win over Bermanulla to sort of kickstart them back along and Crookwell defeating North Canberra Bears as well. Uh, the Bears are struggling a little bit as well. They finished last year on top of the ladder and... Just a few injuries, a bit of a uh, bit of inconsistency, and they're, they're outside the top five at the moment, so they've got to get a bit of a wriggle on. Um, Kudamundra having the bye, and then yeah, we'll go on to the, the George Took Shield Ladies League tag as well. We had big wins to a few sides: Kudamundra defeating Gunning, uh, Burrow defeating Bynalong, North Canberra Bear Girls uh, defeating Crookwell twenty-eight to nil, and Harden eighty points to nil. They continue their dominant run, and we actually get to chat. I'll, I'll say it, the, be, the best player in the George Cook Shield Ladies League tag, and that's Emma James. She's obviously the star for Harden Hawkettes, and we'll get to have a chat to her later on. And she actually reached a pretty important milestone on the weekend of 1,000 points uh, within the George Cook Shield <laughs> Ladies League tag. It's a pretty, pretty uh, incredible milestone. And not sure if it'll ever get, ever get broken the way she's playing, but um, it helps when you, you side scoring points. Obviously, she scores a lot of tries, but she kicks plenty of goals as well. So we'll get to have a chat to her and, and see how... Uh, how she feels about that. About we'll we'll have the ladders for both those side, uh, both those competitions next week. So um, yeah, let people know what's going on in the George Took. But obviously uh, the Shield and the League tag. Yeah, yeah, definitely sounds good. And we're going to the Canberra Raiders Cup, and as I said, a big, a big weekend for that as well. Uh, the League tag. First of all, uh, they had the four games this weekend. Uh, Woden getting a big win over the Blues. Westies um, upset, not upsetting Gungarland, but Gungarland were coming along nicely. They got a good. Good win in front of their home crowd there, 26 points to nil. Uh, the Roos and Bushies had a, a 12-all draw, and Galwyn just get a little 8-4 win over, over the Sharks. Yeah, nice tight tight one, that one. As you say, that, that game, Westies defeating Gungarland, they were, well, they joined them on top then, didn't they? Mm. So West Belcon on 14, the Bulls on 14, Woden 12, Sharks are on 8 and Galwyn 8. And then the Blues 4, Roos 3 and Tugman on 1 in the, in the Canberra Cup women uh, league tag. Yeah, yeah, close, close up the top there. So that'll be interesting to watch as we come towards the end of that as well. And the under 19s, a uh, couple of interesting results along there as well. The Sharks, they get their first loss of the season. Galvin, 20 points to 14. Good win for those boys. And Dungarlin, a, a big win over Crookwell. Uh, the Blues continue their dominance as well. They've only had the one loss this year to the Sharks, and that was 40 points to 28. They defeated Woden, and the Bushies got a big win over Kudamundra. Onto the, the KFS, obviously, we talked about the. The women's state of origin curtain raiser earlier, and that was uh, Woden getting the, the six-point win over the Blues at GIO Stadium last Friday night. Yas, they stay undefeated. Big win over Harden, 58 points to nil. The Bushies get a big win over Bermanulla and, and Goulburn. They continue. They've got a six-game six win streak, 30 points to nil over, over South Coast and UC having the bye. And we go on to the reserve grade as You're well. You're going too quick for me. I've got to do these ladders. Oh, the ladders. I'm keen on the these ladders, ladders this the week. Ladders. Sorry, mate. Yeah. People have asked me, what's going on with the ladders after oh. round 10? So the 19s, we see the Belconnen Sharks on 12, the Blues on 12, Goulburn City Bulldogs 10, the Bulls 10. It's tight at the top of that comp, isn't it? Mm. And then the Rams on four, Bush Rangers four, Crookwell four, and the Bulldogs yet to get off the mark. And in the KFS... It's Yass on 12, Goulburn 10, Woden 10, Blues 6, Tuggan on 6, South Coast 4, UC 4, Harden 2 and Boominella yet to get off the mark. Now it's interesting with that one because the concept with the KFS this year is the top four will play off at the end of the year. Right. 
and the bottom four will play off. Um, there's, there's a little bit of a, probably a bit of a talent gap um, between the top four sides, but something interesting about that is the Blues, who have been, what, they've, they've kind of proven that they're, they're in that, that top four this year, but they only sit on six points. They're on the cusp there. They've had three losses by less than six points. Mm. So six points or less. Obviously, they, they, they had a six-point loss to, to Woden on the weekend, but had that heartbreaking loss to Yass where Yass may have lost their first game of the season but, but scored on the bell. So it's interesting. This weekend, a few matchups. Uh, Woden actually played their first game against Yass, the two top teams. So that'll be, that'll be a good game, mm. early game. Uh, but that'll be, that'll be good to see the result out of that one. But, yeah, the KFS is just, just around that fourth, fifth placing. There's a few knocking on the door, so it'll be interesting to see how that one plays out. Yeah, very tight there. As you say, you know, you, you got four sides in between six and four points. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. We're going to the reserve grade, and Gungarland uh, called this game. Gungarland, they, they took a while to get a wriggle on, and the Westies, they, they scored a late try. They just couldn't get anything going, but the Bulls... Just were too strong once they got that that right edge attack, rocking and rolling. Eighteen points to six. Uh, they they won on the road at, at Raiders Belcon, and the Roos got a big win over the Bush Rangers. Blues just just getting a six point win over over Woden and Goulburn, a big win over the Sharks, forty two to ten. And Yas having the buy in the reserve grade. You want to run through? Yeah, that? Goulburn sit on top of that competition ladder on thirteen. Woden twelve, Roos twelve, Bulls eleven, Blues eleven. Yes, eight, Westies eight, Tuggeranong three, and Sharks yet to get off the mark. Mm. That's a, that's Another a tight, tight one as tight well. Top four as well. We saw that Goulburn and Woden game uh, out, of, out of Workers Arena. It was probably, what, six weeks ago now, four to six weeks ago. And, yeah. and Woden got a, a big win over Goulburn, but Goulburn have leapfrogged him back up on the ladder. So yeah. look, to f- look forward to seeing that one next time they, next time they play. And we'll go on to the, the Bloomers Lawyers Canberra Raiders Cup first grade competition. And the Westies, they got... Straight back to their winning ways, 23 points to 12. A late field goal to Bobby Roberts. He loves a late field goal, that bloke. And <laughs> they, yeah, they just, they just held on, Sully. They, they, Gungarlan did throw a fair bit at him, and they had a couple of late injuries as well. It was a, um, we saw uh, their fullback, uh, Allen, get moved around a little bit. Pahara, who has played a bit of first grade for the majority of this year, they, they, they welcomed back uh, Kane Allen to fullback and. Yeah, when Pahara came on, they seemed to start getting a little bit rolling, but they just couldn't seem to score points. And Westies, we've talked about all year, the way they've been able to close games out, so they did well. And Brandon Withers, three tries as well, which is pretty handy. That yeah, helps. Well, there was a couple, <laughs> that helps. couple of real good ones as well. He got a nice intercept try. Uh, Bobby Roberts put up a nice torpy bomb, early kick in the tackle count to chase it through, and he poked it through and scored. And, yeah, he scored a late one on the on the left edge as well to seal it. So it's a big win for them. And Gungarland, they still stay towards the bottom. Sears work where? What yeah. happened there? Is that I read something upset of the round. It's the upset of the season, isn't it? It's got to be close. Yeah, so <laughs> far definitely. Yeah, the Roos twenty-seven defeating the Tuggeranong Bushies to eighteen, and obviously a, a fair inclusion, a fair talent of Sammy Williams who lined up in the number seven jumper for the Roos on the weekend. So it's a bit of a surprise to some, but he obviously had a fair bit of an impact on the weekend. Yeah, that's right. He's only one bloke, and you know he's taking on a pretty fair side in Tuggeranong, and they've been rolling along nicely, haven't they, in the season? But um, I've always been impressed with that Ruse pack, Finn. To be honest, it's big and it's mobile. So maybe just a little bit of experience there with Sam in the halves. Just just got the big boppers rocking and rolling. Yeah, it seemed that way. Yeah, he just seemed to just just move him around. It wasn't like he, would, he did anything too brilliant, as Sammy Williams always does. He's a great talker. Um, he's a great leader, and yeah, I think that was what they needed on the weekend, yeah. and the the bushies were probably a little bit a uh, little bit gun shy after that one, and it doesn't get any 
any easier as they've got the Blues back at home this weekend. A big day down there at Greenway Oval. That's the match of the round this weekend. But obviously our final result, which I think I think this one, I know you, you rate a, a few of these new new additions to the Sharks. You, and it helps. Have you mentioned the Blues and Waden? No, not yet. Oh, right. Oh, you said our final. Oh, so sorry, you, mate. You, yeah, you I, I did skip me. that one. <laughs> While I'm on it, though, the, the Sharks, 54 to 10. Yes, yes. Well, it's a massive win. Yeah, they're, they're on a wave, as they would say. The Sharks are on a bit of a wave at the moment. Yeah. A couple of good wins and combinations, and they had a bit of help. You know, obviously a few local players, but they are local. They're Sharks players, aren't they? Coming back from the Raiders and just bolstering their side. But, geez, that's a convincing win. Oh, yeah. And I think their forwards were just rolling through. We've talked about the Sharkies' forward pack. It may be the biggest in the comp, size-wise, I think. They're, they're a big pack, and it looked as though... They were just moving through Goulburn just easily, and obviously the points piled on. Uh, young Levi on the on the right wing scored four tries. Young Darcy Ledbetter at the back, he got a double, just supporting the footy when they were making breaks through the middle. And yeah, they looked good. That's that boosts the Sharks. Obviously, their their first back to back win of the season. But mm. our final game of the round, which was the Blues, uh, twenty six to sixteen, they defeated Wade, and they just looked just like the Blues have all year. I think. I think they just. Uh, you know their attack was on on show. I, think, I know Woden scored a couple of late tries, but yeah, Matty Parsons. Well, he's trip. the best. He's the best broken play player in the comp, and I've only been here two years, but he is the best. If there's a broken play gap, Matt Parsons is behind you, backing yeah. up, and and that's the key. Yeah, yeah. It's it's actually it's it's I reckon it's outstanding the way he, he's always there. I, I'll, I'll if I'm not at the if I'm not watching the Blues, I can obviously only be at one place at once on a Saturday afternoon to watch. Come a, on, have a crack. Game. Yeah, can't, yeah. can't you split yourself in half? <laughs> but whenever I watch the highlights, Matty Parsons, the fullback uh, for the Blues, he's always pushing around the footy, and he seems to always yeah he's supporting and and he'll get over for a try nine times out of ten, and he scored three of them on the weekend, and it was an important hat trick because they get the they held on for the ten point win at home, and yeah, Woden just just not. Not close enough, obviously. In the end, yeah, that's right. And and but as as you say, the brilliance of one bloke can change games of football so quickly. Yep. And you know he is brilliant. As I said, he's the best broken play player I've seen in this competition. So, yeah, let's have a look at this ladder. It's really, really heating up. Would be the right way to say with some important games coming up, and you can feel the wind blowing. Can we see a tornado from some of these <laughs> bottom sides, Finn? But West Belcon on fifteen, the Blues on fourteen. Tuggeranong 13, so we talk about that clash this week. Woden 12, Galvin 8, Sharks 8, the Roos 6. Bulls and Yass both on 2. Oh, it, gets my, it gets my spine tingling, Sully. It gets my spine tingling. I can see oh, you're it's excited. Just, it's just exciting. You look at the top four, they're, they're all... Uh, they're all the difference is only one point between each, so four points over four teams... You can just see a shake. I can just see a shake up, and obviously the sharks. Not a tornado. Win. That's what I said. It's going to brew yeah, up, yeah. and the sharks getting that that big win on the weekend. I think that just boosts that just boosts them along, and they've got a couple of big weeks coming up. A couple of really, I think, season defining games. If they can get a couple of upsets, I reckon even the top four can really, um, really see a shake up. We might see a couple of these teams that may just sit outside the top four, top five, push up. But well, I'm looking forward. Only to time talk, will tell. I'm looking forward to talking about it at the back end of the show. But as you mentioned, we've got Emma James from the Harden Hawkettes. Of course, can't wait to chat to Emma and the milestones keep continuing for her. And we're going to head out to Tuggeranong. We're going to talk to their coach, Jason Kelly. Be great to talk to Jason. Then, of course, we're going to chat to the Queanbeyan Blues, Josh Baker. A very experienced and solid player in our competition. Look forward to chatting to them after the break. 
Welcome back to the Rub of the Green and Finn. We're going to head out to Tuggeranong and really looking forward to this talking to this bloke. And of course, it's the Bush Rangers coach in Jason Kelly. G'day, Jace. G'day, Sully. How are you, boys? Yeah, really good, mate. Uh, look, really looking forward. I'm excited about this week's match of the round. It's a big one. It's your Bush Rangers take on the Blues, and um, obviously a little bit of a hiccup on the weekend. Yes, mate. Yeah, they um, they were pretty good, to be fair. Um, we probably didn't have our best day, but uh, but we weren't we weren't that bad. I thought um, I thought their forward pack in in round one was probably the toughest we played against, and um, a little bit of extra direction with Sam Williams uh, that's always going to help, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's funny you say that, Jay. So I, I said to Finn earlier, I've seen the ruse of future, and their forward pack is big and mobile, and if they can just get a little bit of a roll on, they're going to be hard to stop, and that's obviously the way that the game turned out. Yes, mate. The um, the second half uh, was a bit of a disaster for us. We had trouble getting out of our own end, and um, yeah, the, the, they had a, a breeze behind them and uh, managed to keep us down with a smart uh, smart kicking game. And um, yeah, we just had trouble getting out of our own end in that second half. And um, they came home like a freight train and deserved their win. They they played well. No, well, obviously hiccups like those games do happen, but just from a club perspective, obviously. Uh, you've got to be pretty pleased with the way your sides played this year. Obviously, they finished eight last year, and now you only sit second on the ladder by one point difference. You'd have to be pretty pleased with the way the season's rolled out. Oh, look, we're having a great time out there. At, um, it's, it's a fantastic club, Tuggernaut, and um, I uh, certainly haven't regretted coming coming to Canberra and um, and, and trying our luck up there. It's, um, it's, it's just a good atmosphere out there at the moment. We've got some quality people around, and... Um, and the club's just a great place to be. We have a good time on the field. We have a good time off the field. And, um, yeah, you, tell you the truth, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else at the moment. Well, obviously, you've come from, from the Kuma Stallions and obviously spent a lot of time down there. But have you, obviously, you just talked about uh, the, the culture of the club. But what, do you, what have you been most impressed about this side this year and the way they've sort of, I guess, turned their, turned their time around? Obviously, last year being quite disappointing to this year, only sitting second on the ladder. Yeah, I, I think uh, from from my point of view, mate, the the most pleasing thing has been the the locals. Um, we've obviously brought a couple of talented blokes in into the squad, uh, but the local uh, talent has impressed me a fair bit. Um, so, you know, we, we've actually we, we've used over thirty players already in first grade. Um, so we've had the same as every club. We're, we're having a, a lot of troubles with COVID and and injuries, and that's just the way the way the year pans out. But the, everyone we bring in um, to, to first grade week to week has done a job for us, um, particularly blokes like um, blokes like Liam Oakley. I mean, and and Brophy, they're the um, they're the club legends, and and they've been really good for us. But blokes like Josh Eppleston and um, and also Jack Heyman. Jack Heyman's really starting to come into his own, and that's been the pleasing thing that the locals have uh, have uh, have been so good. I, I really didn't know what to expect out of a few blokes coming into the club, and I've been pleasantly surprised. Jase, that's one thing you've just mentioned. Then you've used over thirty players, and you're still sitting in second spot. So that, to me, that sets it up really nicely for the back end of August and into September. Yeah, I agree, mate. We're we're a long way from our best. Um, I don't think we've had our top squad on the field uh, yet. I mean, you don't like to whinge about that sort of stuff because everyone's going through the same thing. Um, but uh, like, for example, that Goulburn game, we had six people out. We had a few crucial ones out on the weekend. 
Uh, we're, we're probably going to have three or four crucial ones out this weekend. It's it's um, it's 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 been a hard process for us. Uh, COVID has has hit us pretty hard. Um, even the coaching staff, we all had it a few weeks ago. So, but that that's okay. That's all. That's all part of coaching mm. and um, and and making it happen. That's that's part of the challenge week to week. And um, I'm really enjoying it at the moment. Just back on the last thing you said, mate, just about, I guess, players buying into the culture that you have down there at Tuggeranong. And you talked about a couple of key signings, which is one we may talk about nearly every week, and that's young Zach Sadler and Darby Medlin and the impact that they've had on the side. But it seems to me they've really bought into, even their first year at the club, bought into what they're all about down there in the, in the Tuggeranong Valley. Yeah, there's an old saying, you, you can't have too many uh, good people around and um, and we really uh, we really struck gold with uh, Sadler and um, and Medlin, um, in particular. They uh, they they've been just a great influence around the group um, right from day one in the preseason. They um, they can't do enough to help uh, the people around them. Uh, they've been a really good sounding board for for myself as well. Um, just good quality people to have in your football club, and um, and obviously they go all right on the field as well. Um, but um, but just good people to have around. They um, they really buy into what we're doing out there, um, and and everyone else is enjoying their company on and off the field. So it's been a it's been a really successful um, year for us so far. But uh, hopefully we're not finished yet. And Jace, you've known Zach for a long time. So if he's being naughty, you can give him a clip. <laughs> you know, the, Sully, the biggest problem I have is uh, stopping him playing, mate. Um, he's uh, he's one of our guys who's who's in doubt this week because he he played on the weekend, played played eighty minutes with a very bad flu on the weekend, and it's turned into a pneumonia. So oh. he, uh, so my biggest problem with Sadler is stopping him playing when he's when he's no good, mate, because he's he's one of these guys who just wants to go and go, and he he certainly doesn't want to let anyone down. But, so that's that's my biggest drama week to week is, yeah. uh, is looking after him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he looks well, like he, he put himself through the ringer to, to, to get his a win. That's the kind of bloke you want around, I suppose. Oh, oh my word. And you appreciate playing with blokes like that. And uh, But I, I, I don't know how he's going to be for this weekend. He's um, he's pretty sick at the moment. Yeah, well, you know what to expect from the Queanbeyan Blues. So it's basically up to you guys just to stop them on Saturday afternoon. Good luck, Jason. Thanks for your time. Cheers, boys. Well, Finn, we are heading out to Harden, and we're going to talk to Emma James, a captain of the Harden Hawkettes. She's having a cracking season, so I'm really looking forward to chatting to her. Hello, Emma. Hey, how you going? Really good. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks. That's the battle battle. Uh, going well. Mate, what about this um, milestone last weekend? I, I believe a little milestone, a 1,000 points. <laughs> yeah, yep. Yeah, so reached a thousand points on the weekend. Um, yeah, it was definitely a, a surprise, but yeah, such an honour to reach uh, reach a milestone in in my career. So yeah, yeah move, move over, Buddy Franklin, and come in, Emma James. Thousand points. What a, what <laughs> yeah. a milestone! So is that in two seasons? Nah, nah not quite. <laughs> That'd be some record. No, so how many how many seasons in total? I think it's is it your fifth or sixth uh, in the in the George Took. Ladies League Yeah, tag? so I'm, I'm pretty sure this will be my fifth, yeah, fifth year. So, um, yeah, um, yeah, so nice to sort of, yeah, reach that thousand. Uh, I, as I said, I, I sort of didn't didn't know it was coming up, but, yeah, our coach sort of let me know in on it. And, um, yeah, it was nice to reach that on the weekend uh, at a home game. 
But I'm eager to know because obviously your sides are a pretty handy side as well. It's quite talented. We talk about it most weeks when we go through the results and we, we say to each other, how many, how many points did Harden Hawkeyes win by this week? <laughs> you must be pretty <laughs> proud of the, the side you play in and how talented they are. Oh yeah, definitely. Like I, uh, I love being able to lead lead the Hawkeyes out each week. Um, you know, knowing they'll give a hundred percent every week uh, with whatever we do. Um, they train hard, and we're just you know such a well well combined team. And you know, we go out there and, and do the best we can each week. No, that's great. And obviously, you've only conceded a, a small amount of points this year as well. So you, you're not only scoring a lot of points, but defending a lot as well. But I want to quickly ask you as well about uh, experience you would have had a few weekends ago. We we had the, the rep- representative round down here at, at Seaford Oval at Queanbeyan, and, and there was a, a trial series between the league tag. He's faced off the George Took Shield against the Canberra Raiders Cup in the Group 16. He's took that out. What was that, uh, what was that week like in, in playing against a couple of the other uh, competitions, sort of testing yourself? Yeah, so um, obviously going into it, we didn't have much preparation. Um, it was sort of a, a bad week for weather. Uh, we couldn't get on any grounds to sort of have a training run. Um, so we just sort of all rocked up on the day. And um, obviously it's it's awesome to get to play with some other girls from our different George Took teams. Um, and, yeah, taking on some opposition that we don't know what they're going to throw at us. So basically um, their plan was just to sort of go out and, and play play what's in front um and we sort of found that we combined very well together um and obviously yeah we we put some points on which was uh which was nice so yeah it was uh, a good weekend of footy i bet yeah absolutely well i want to talk about harden because you know got three sides in all competitions rocky obviously the women's the kfs of course and the men's must be sensational out there in a home game yeah, we always um, we always get a big crowd. Um, the the town obviously gets gets around us, mm. um, and it's so good. Yes, having as you said the the three grades, um, especially yeah the the tackle girls getting a team as well again, and they got some good numbers, which is great to see in, in women's tackle. Obviously, the game's growing um, around our region, um, but yeah, alongside yeah our tag and, and the men. So um, yeah, it's it's a great weekend when we have home games. I, yeah. I tell you one thing, Emma. Oh, there's one thing Finn always says to me every week, every week. I've got to ask. If we've got to get Emma James on the show and I've got to ask her a question. <laughs> Go on then, yeah. Finn. You know you want to ask her. Ask her now. <laughs> no, we've, we've sort of spoken about since the, the NRLW, the Canberra Raiders have, have sort of got that pathway in place now. They're getting a, a women's tackle team next year. I just want to know if, there's, if you think there'll be many girls that may make the switch from, from league tag to tackle knowing that that sort of opportunity is there. Yeah, well, it's actually yeah, not the first time I've been asked that question. So yeah, yeah it's definitely so. <laughs> it's definitely getting around yeah a bit that question. But obviously, um, yeah. So because the pathway is open for women's rugby league, and obviously with the with the state of origin down in at GIO uh, on Friday night, it was uh, it was unreal and just you know the the crowd and everyone's there and all the all the girls are you know they've got their idols and that from the from the NRLW. I definitely think that yeah, some of the girls from Tag will definitely make the make the switch um, to to rugby league. We want to know about you. I was going to say she's sitting on the fence. <laughs> I thought that's where we were going. <laughs> um, well, I, I won't say no. I've definitely I've definitely thought about it. Um, and, and a lot of people have asked me about it, but it's just, yeah, whether uh, when it'll be the right time to do it, I guess. So it's not mm. a no at, at this stage. Oh, it's definitely to, a possibility. We were just saying the other week, we obviously you've got the uh, the Harden Warhawks there as well. You might 
you could you could back up and play league tag and and a few of the league tag girls <laughs> could play tackle as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we might be able to switch it up. <laughs> we might throw a few in. They might give us a few of theirs. And yeah. Does that actually? Is there any connect? Do, do any of the girls do that, Emma? Yeah, some girls do. Yeah, play right. the tag uh, or like would play the tackle and then yeah, play tag, which is um yeah, it's, it's awesome of them to sort of back up and do both. Yeah, no, that's awesome. No, I, thought, I figured that, I think that that may open the door for a lot of the, obviously the, the George Took Shield who obviously took you out that tri-series. You've got a lot of talent out in that comp, mm. but all three comps as well, even Group 16, we've got the Riverina there as well. A lot of girls that have grown up playing tag and now that the, the tackle game is growing and now that you've got that NRLW, um, you know, there at your, foot, your footstep with the, the Canberra Raiders getting their side in 2023, I think, yeah, we may see few girls just make the switch and obviously it's a bit of a transition but similar game just the the physical component of course yeah definitely yeah as I said like there's um there's a lot of sort of focus on uh rugby league uh in women um obviously lately and then yeah with the announcement of the Raiders um joining the NRLW like that's really exciting for our area Uh, I think that sort of boosted a lot of girls confidence in you know if that is one of their their goals to sort of play in NRLW then then it yeah, it can happen. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of pathways for them to get through. And uh, if that's what they want to do, then they'll work hard. And, and, yeah, hopefully some of the girls from around our area will will be playing for the Raiders. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. But, no, Absolutely. I w- want to thank you for coming on the show, Emma. Um, best of luck for the rest of this year. Sully has one. Mate, I, I just want to say what a milestone. A 1,000 points at one club as well, Finn, at the Harden Club. Uh, that's you, you really should, yeah, take note. And that, that's a wonderful milestone, Emma. And, Thank you for coming on the show to let us thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, that's okay. Thanks for having me. And, um, yeah, definitely, it's, it's as I said before, it's such an honour to be able to, yeah, play for the Hawks and um, reach that milestone um, in front of my family and, and club. So, yeah, thank you. Well, Finn, we are now off to Queenie and we're going to talk to the Queenie Blues long-time player in Josh Baker. G'day, Josh. Welcome to the Rub of the Green. Cheers, mate. How's it going? Yeah, very, very well. And how are you? Obviously, um, season now starting to take shape for the Blues. Yeah, no, it's uh, starting to take off. It was a bit slow at the start of the year, but um, we had a few people missing and then a few people come in, which has boosted the team and we're sort of getting along together and playing good footy now. And you've been at the Blues for a long time, mate. What can you sort of tell us about? They're obviously quite dominant most seasons and they've always got a you know, a pretty good roster, if we're going to be going to be honest. But, you know, being for the club, being at the club for a long time, you must be pretty pleased with their success. And what, I just want to know, what, what do you put it down to in terms of their, their dominance? Um, I don't, it's hard to say. I don't, each year we've got, you know, a bunch of different players come in and I think we just, we easily bond with each other. Um, and obviously that makes you play good footy too. So, you know, we all become pretty close mates and, at the end of the day, we all play good footy and we get the result we want. Absolutely. And, and Joshy, obviously you've been in the back row. I said to Finn earlier that the probably best, you know, broken play player in our comps is Matt Parsons. And it must be just a luxury for you. If you know you poke through a hole, you'll look left, you'll look right, and you'll see Parsons right behind you. He's always sniffing the little fella. <laughs> um, yeah, nah, Matty's a great player. Um, he's just always there in support and, you know, you can trust him because he's got the safe hands and comes away with a few meat pies. Oh, he's just so talented. He's so good to watch. You know, you talk about how he's always pushing around the footy. He can hunt a try, yeah, that's for sure. But obviously, he must be pretty good as well. Your captain coach, Terry Campisi, the form he's in, 
it, it doesn't seem like it seems like it gets better with age, like a fine wine, mate. Yeah, the old fella's still got it. <laughs> Must be great to play outside of him. Yeah, no, he's good. He's got the good chat, and obviously, you know, the years that he played in the top of class of footy, he's got the experience, and everyone looks up to him, and obviously knows what he's talking about. So, no, it's, he's gone well. Yeah, Josh. Obviously, as Finn said, you've been in the, in this competition for a long time. Um, it's a pretty tight one this year. Yeah, this year's different. Anyone can sort of win. Um, everyone shows up each week, and just I guess whoever shows up takes the takes the win at the end of the day. Yeah, well, that's something we say most weeks. You know, if you don't show up, you can you can definitely cop a loss, no matter who you're playing. And obviously, you your boys have really aimed up these last five or six weeks. You're, you're on a, a good win streak, but a big game this weekend down at Tuggeranong. You're facing the Bushies. They gave you a little bit of a scare back in. It was all the way back in round two. Um, but you did say he's were missing a few. He's got he's got the small win, but a big game down down away from home this weekend. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think you know we've got a few players back this week, and um, compared to round two, too. So um, hopefully we can pull a few strings and go all right this week. You must be looking forward to going to Greenway, Josh. I, I imagine it being quite hostile at times. Yeah, the the crowd gets you going. They're always on the top of the hill into you, so. <laughs> No, that's it, mate. That's it. And, yeah, we're, we're looking forward to it down there this weekend. Um, got yeah, just on a personal note, Josh, just yourself, mate, uh, had the opportunity to play a little bit of um, knock-on effect cup. Congratulations. You must have enjoyed that experience. Yeah, it was good to put the green jersey back on. It's yeah. only been eight years since I'd worn one back in 20s. Yeah, well, uh, I noticed you, then, you played a fair bit of 20s as well. But, yeah, you must have been pretty, pretty happy get, getting to put it back on. Yeah, no, it'll be good. Um, unfortunately, I won't be playing for Blues this week. Um, yeah, so I'll be playing up again. Yeah, yeah, back in the knock-on effect cup. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah but so I'll, I'll be missing out against Bushies this week, but hopefully the boys turn up and put one on. Yeah, well, I, I dare say, and the best thing about that, the Queanbeyan Blues totally endorse you playing knock-on effect cup anyway, you know, for the Raiders. So I, I think that says a fair bit about the club as well. Yes, Campo is good about it, you know. He'd rather me be playing that instead of playing local. But, you know, when I do come back to local, I try and bring that back experience of playing in the knock-on effect. Yeah. Your mate Joshy Mitchell's been playing a fair bit as well. He's, you know, he's not, that, not that he's getting too old on with age, but you're obviously still playing really good footy, the two of you. At, you know, sort of the, you know, you, as you said, you haven't, played, you haven't played the green jersey since under 20. So, you obviously, he's earned it and he's, he's working hard and he's, it must be good to get rewarded to play at that high level. Yeah, definitely. Um, Josh, he's had a few games now and he deserves it after the few years he's been playing. Um, yeah, so I think we're very lucky to get the call up. Well, the best thing about it, Josh, you can watch it on Canberra Region Rugby League on the Facebook page. It'll be on there. You can watch your Blues taking on the Bush Rangers Saturday afternoon. Can't wait. Thanks for your time, mate. All the best. Welcome back to the Rub of the Green, and we're going to have a little look at what's going on this week in the Canberra Cup. But before that, a big thank you to our guests. How good were they, Finn? Jason Kelly from the Tungganong Bush Rangers just spoke from the heart. So honest, I enjoyed him. Yeah, no, it's great. It's great to hear from a coach as well. Obviously, their club's doing really well. He gave us a fair insight on where they're at. I thought it was great to hear that they've uh, they've, they've had thirty players uh, play for their first grade side this yeah. year. I think that shows they're going to have a lot of depth heading in the back end of this. 
this season, and obviously Emma James. Oh, hashtag 100,000, <laughs> 1,000. Emma, 1,000. Yeah, it was great to hear from her. Obviously, her milestone on the weekend, how great the Harden Hawkeyes are doing, you know, giving a fair insight on the, the George Took Shield. And I got, to, got, got a bit of an answer to my question as well about a few of the league tag girls coming across to tackle with the, the NRLW in in the foresights of, uh, of, you know, local KFS players and local talent. So good to hear from her. And then obviously we just chat to to uh, Joshy Baker from the Queanbeyan Blues. So good luck to him in, in the New South Wales Cup on the weekend. That's it's great, great achievement for him to continue playing at that high level. But obviously that previews, yeah, our match of the round, which we're going to have a look at now, Sully. And we head down to, to Greenway Oval. The Tuggeranong Bush Rangers will host the Queanbeyan Blues round 11. Finn, I, t- I tell you, you know how I like a steak sandwich. And it's been good. I tell you what... If everyone knows Perth's expensive. Well, I had a steak sandwich last Thursday in a pub, and you get chips with it. That's okay. Yeah. Guess how much it cost me, Finn? Not more than $20, I hope. $28. $27.90 for a steak Mind you, it was a foot-long one. But I thought, holy dooly. I tell you what, talking about match of the day, they reckon you get a real good steak sandwich down at Greenway. Oh, well, I'm looking forward to it. You and I will be down there, and I'll have the pen and paper out ready to judge it. So I will indeed. Tugging on Keenan, better get it. Better get the stove. No, they reckon they're good. Yeah, I, I got a little feeling they, they dip them in the gravy too. Oh, yeah, like yeah look at the eyes light up there. <laughs> like so that, no. Anyway, we better get back to the football. Uh, Bush Rangers taking on the Blues. Who do you like? I like the Blues still. I think yeah, you know they. Well, Joshy Baker said they're welcoming a few back as well. Yeah, your eyes lit <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, <laughs> I was just wondering who, the, who who else could be coming back. But no, I think yeah. Now that we know, uh, obviously Zaki Sadler's in doubt. He's a he's a big loss for the Bushies if he can't play. And I think as you said. You don't win premierships in, in July, and I think this will be a game that the Blues can win. But we talked about the hostile crowd down there at Greenway Oval. They like their bushies, and I think the Sponsors Day, it's also uh, the Indigenous round as well down there. So they could definitely get up for it. But I do, oh. think, I do think the Blues can can just, uh, yeah, they can they can sniff out a win in this one. The effects Mike's going to have a field day on Saturday with the noise. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, every sponsor getting thanked. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Oh, forward to it'll it. be loud. Yeah. It'll be loud. Off to Gungarland for the next game. Gungarland Bulls take on the Goulburn City Bulldogs. This it's game, a must-win game for the this Bulldogs. This game intrigues me. Well, it's a must-win game for the Bulls when you think about oh. it. They're two points. We read out the ladders in the, the first segment yeah. of the show. They're on two points. You're happy to put a line through them? I am. Yeah? Yeah, I am. Oh, I just thought, I think that they've still got something there. I can just see it. I, I know that they welcomed a few back last weekend. They were versing the Westies, and that was the match of the round. I was out there for that one, and... They didn't play too bad, Gungarland. They, they haven't played bad all year. No, nah, no, they haven't. That's right. And <laughs> it's I just think lapses. Goulburn getting that big loss on the weekend, I think that, that may just take the wind out of them. They're sitting in fifth spot at the moment. The Sharks are right on their tail. I oh, think, it's important. I, I think the Bulls can win this weekend. I'm happy to tip them. I'm happy okay. to tip them. Well, I've tipped them all year. Yeah, I know. But You're I'm not this way. <laughs> You're getting sick of tipping them. But I think the Bulls back home can just get a win this weekend. And I think that may be. There's still plenty of time left. We know that that fifth... Fifth spot still up for grabs, and it's still a little bit of a, yeah, a little bit of point difference there between the bottom two and the the next two above that in the Sharks and Goulburn. But yeah, I think I think Gungarland can win this weekend. But then our last Saturday game, or sorry, our second last Saturday game, the Woden Valley Rams take on the Yas Magpies, who are fresh off a bye, down at Phillip Oval three o'clock. I think the Rams just just get back to their winning ways this weekend. They yep. had the, the Blues last weekend. I just don't think I just don't know about Yas. Yeah, happy with that. Rams at home, uh, as you say, just bounce back after last week's loss. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. And then this, this, I reckon this Ooh. one, this is this is a challenge for match of the round as well. The Queanbeyan Roos take on the Belconnen United Sharks down at Sears Workwear Oval. Is that their third home game in a row, Sully? It is third it home is. game in a row. Yeah. So the 
the crowd down there at Queanbeyan, they'd be loving it. The Queanbeyan Leagues Club would be, you know, well and truly bringing in the mate, dosh. But mate, this will be on like Donkey Kong, fair yeah, income. Yeah. I can't wait. You got a yeah, Sharks on it in eight, Ruse in six. Good win last week. Yeah, Sammy Williams is a big addition to him as well. But obviously the Sharky, he's got their 50, 52 point win, fifty four point win over Goulburn. So I think they'll um they'll really take some confidence out of that. I'm going to tip the Sharks. I think yeah. they'll lose a few players though that played last week. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Obviously, um, yeah. the Raiders back playing, so yeah. they they they'll lose a bit of cattle. Yeah. But um, I'd, yeah, I, I might. Yeah, oh, it's a tight one. I'm gonna. Oh, okay. I'm gonna go ruse then if you yeah, went sharks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta go, but yeah. it won't, nothing it's, will surprise it'll me. It'll be a great game. It'll yeah. be a great game. And West Belconnen, obviously, with the buy, that's oh. a. That's a well-deserved buy for them, I think. Yeah, they just sit up yeah. top. They'll get yeah. another two points and yeah. be comfortable with what goes on around them. Yeah, so, that's right. That's you right. know, as you say, round 11 of the Bloomers Lawyers Canberra Cup. Can't wait, mate. Really looking forward to it. And don't yeah. forget, Friday night, the juniors start. Sunday, they finish. So another cracking round of rugby league. Well, Finn, thank you for joining me this week. No worries. And Thanks I'll tell you me. what, everybody, we look forward to chatting to you all next week. Stay safe. <laughs>